Hey, what's up? Joe Blow here with Fancy Nick and John Doe. I like that one. Yeah. Let's Hello. run with that one. <laughs> Let's run with Fancy, Fancy Nick. Fancy Nick. Fancy lad. Yeah. <laughs> Fancy lad. Nick's Irish, I guess. How can I ruin this year old fancy lad, Nick? <laughs> um, all right, we're back with another episode of Joe Blow Gamer Podcast, and we got we got some magic for you. Come magic with together. me, and you'll be. It's been a sad week. Yeah. That yeah. makes me sad. That was a bummer, wasn't it? Thanks. Yeah, 2016. For our first section, we'll talk about our user emails. Oh, yeah. The best part of the podcast. Oh, yeah. Listener emails. Guess what, guys? Still don't have any. We have an email. Whoa! Are you ready for this? This isn't one you just kind of made up. <laughs> no. Or like fake. I right. almost did. This <laughs> one's from Peter. <laughs> this one is from number one fan, Isaac. Hey, guys. Long-time listener, first-time caller. I don't really have much of a question, more of a grievance with Mr. Longino. Based off of his exuberant recommendation of the shit wizardry that is No Man's Sky, I went out and bought the game with my hard-earned dollars, and after giving it a fair amount of time of gameplay, I can say this with no remorse. Screw you, Mr. Longino. Traitor! I will never get that time back, which I could have used doing a multitude of other things, parentheses, porn. Oh, I do have a question. Do you think there will eventually be a patch where you can have sex with the aliens? Love you, love your show, <laughs> number one fan. Uh, patch? No. no. Odd? From some user? Maybe. Well, Isaac, first of all, I'd like to thank you for fully admitting, even though two of the three of us were naysayers, he clearly valued my opinion the most. <laughs> Not anymore. It remains to be seen. <laughs> Maybe in our uh, 500, Isaac will find the, the joy he's looking for in, in No Man's Sky. No, uh, that's that's fair, Isaac. Um, in fact, we were like, I was just texting with, with Trevor and Nick just last night about No Man's Sky. No More uh, Sky. I think <laughs> right. No More Sky. <laughs> Um, I still really like that game, to make it clear, but it's been two weeks since we last talked, and things have sort of changed in the world of No Man's Sky for <laughs> the me. landscape has... You sound like someone who's been, like, well, it's, wronged. I, I, I think it's still a fine game, and uh, I still enjoy the, the fun I had with it, And uh, but I think my, my playtime with it is now through. Like, mm-hmm. last time, I was sort of on the cusp of just discovering stuff, and we sort of talked about, like, Oh man, I wonder what's at the end of this, or like, I wonder what's going on with that list. And oh wow, these things attacked me, and like all those things that were really unique and interesting. Once they started kind of repeating themselves a lot, yeah, yeah like those yeah. fucking that's shit. the whole game, right? Yeah. So it's unique once, and then you see it five more times. You're like, okay, well, this doesn't really have the luster it used to have. Did you find way more of those pods? The the yes, yeah, that that mm. that unique story I had uh-huh. of like, oh my god, I found treasure. <laughs> hidden the treasure thing. Happened like seven more times, okay. and it's like okay, and that sort of lost it. But but really, what it was was that game was keeping me in when I had goals that were attainable. So the last thing I sort of did was create a, a my third warp drive upgrade, 
and then after I did that, I was in a situation where I was like, okay, now I'm going to head to the center, like in earnest. And I told you guys this, but uh, my maximum warp uh, distance was 1,600 light years. And then I looked at the distance to the center. This is with the maxed out. This is max maxed warp. Out. 1600. There are no more warp upgrades. Like, I did it all. Like, I've got as much as I could have. And keep in mind, I've been playing for like, I don't know, 20, 30 hours probably. Sure. Uh, A pretty decent amount of time. Like, like as much as you would spend in a normal game. Um, But the distance to the center was like 170,000 light years or something like that. Uh, Actually, well, let me (laughs) double check those numbers. I know I sent them to you guys. Oh, yeah, I can pull it up. But regardless, while Trevor pulls it up, it was basically going to... I did the calculations, and it was going to take me weeks. Yes, John, weeks and weeks. this is John's text. Let's set the mood. Yes. I'll start some music. I'll start some No Man's Sky music. Having spent the last few days in No Man's Sky with a fully upgraded warp drive, parentheses 1,600 light years max per jump, and heading to the center, I've traveled maybe 16,000 light years total in my entire playthrough. The center is still 189,000 light years away. Based on my math, I'd have to jump 119 more times to reach the center. Since that would take literally weeks and weeks, I decided to look up what's in the center. Dot, dot, dot. I'm going to stop playing No Man's Sky for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So that's, yeah, and that, that's basically the story. Like, uh, I mean, I don't know if we want, I, I, was, yes, I imagine yes. we're going there yes. on the podcast. Like, yes. it is sort of a spoiler, So I yes. guess. So skip ahead. I'm going to say... Five minutes, because I don't know sure. that we're going to spend that much time. Because Nick and I are not going to play to the well, I already know. I knew, oh, yeah, he I, I, knew, it I knew before, and I talked to Longino. I was like, I know, and I'm not going to say a thing. <laughs> and, and to preface, before I actually get to what is the ending, uh, in this game, uh, once I upgraded the warp drive, so you know how you find uh, upgrades as you go? There's like, you've discovered the Tau jump. You've discovered this. you discovered that. So I reached a point in the game where every alien I talked to, everything I found was something I already had. So I basically like found everything you could build. Like there was no repeated so stuff, you, right? So there's literally nothing for you. There's to nothing do. left to discover or do other than get to the just, center, jump, right? Just jump, right. jump, jump. So at but this why, point, why? Yeah. So right, and it's gonna take like like freaking a hundred hours or something. Like just an insane amount of time. This was my complaint last time. This was like why 15 people decided they need to. Uh, and this is my biggest complaint because I know why they did it. Once he tells you what's at the center, you'll know why they did it. <laughs> to keep you from getting to the uh. end. But anyway, it like the game very much had. I had felt a natural conclusion where I'm like, okay, I've discovered every upgrade you could have. I've maxed out my warp. I feel emotionally ready to finish this game. Let's head to the center. I feel like I found everything. It's literally going to take me weeks. And in, in our life, you know, if I was crazy and had no life and were playing it all day, maybe it would take me like a week or something. But like in our lives, where I can only play for a few hours every night, I'm looking at months, like straight up months. So I go, okay, I don't want to do all this for nothing. Let me just see like what, if it's worth it or if it's something I want to do. So I go look up like what's at the end of No Man's Sky. I go to read it. And first of all, you get to the center. And then in order to jump from where the edge to the center, you need full warp. So even though every time it's only 20% or whatever, they don't tell you this, but you need to fully fuel your warp drive. Once that's done, you make one final jump to the center. When you jump to the center, uh, you crash land or, or wake up 
in your ship on a planet with your ship damaged, just like it is at the Fuck start of you. the game. Fuck you. And you're in a different like galaxy, basically, yeah. or universe. Yeah. So, so I noticed this. Every time you jump to a new system, in, par- in parenthetical, it would say like something galaxy in the entire game. So this is like, oh, that world they like procedurally generated and created the entire galaxy. You get to the end of the game, you go to like a different one that's on a different story. And then I something. thought it gives you some sort of like blurb, or it's supposed to be like it's a whole like commentary on like the goal oriented society stuff. Like, I I didn't even read that. I basically got to like. You're back at the beginning, and I was like, "Oh hell!" <laughs> like I was like, "There is no way." So, so it's fine. I would pay money to see your face that's, after reading. No, no, that. Yeah, I just couldn't. I that's, couldn't do. It. I didn't. I didn't know it would take them like it would take that long to get to the center. So when I read that, I kind of wanted yeah. you to get <laughs> no, just to break you. What's, what's funny is <laughs> you're truly evil. <laughs> that ending in and of itself, I don't think i necessarily hate like to me it's more the amount of time it takes to get there right yeah. like if i'd have done what i'd done played for like 20 30 hours felt like i'm done played for a few more hours gotten to the center and seen that i'd have been like oh that's a cute commentary on the universe and this you know whatever. right but like you're gonna make me play for like 50 100 plus hours to and get there that, like that's uh, yeah. insane past the point where you have anything left to do Yes, way. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Like if they were still spoon feeding you like, here's a new this or a new that or whatever. If there was anything else to do, I'd be into it. But you've at that point, you've seen everything. You've seen everything that's in the game for after like 20, 30 hours. And then they're like, how about like five times that amount of time to then start over again? Like, that's crazy. I apologize, Isaac, (laughs) for recommending it to you. I think that that it's kind of a bill of goods. That being said, the. The 20 or 30 hours that I did play it, I did enjoy. And I think sure. there's something there. I think it's just a ludicrous ask for to them to that expect much. that much commitment for no payoff. I think they got scared. Like, and and were pe- if people beat the game in a couple yeah. of weeks, they, they people would feel cheated or something. Not if they would have charged 30 bucks. <laughs> yeah, totally. The number one reason right there. Yeah. It, well, yeah. I think a lot of this comes down to weird overbuilt fear yeah that sony backed this so hard like they did and i don't know i mean i know i never even pretended to make a game or work anywhere in the field but yeah it just reeks of this whole yeah like fear like they're like oh well maybe this and then they had like pull back on a bunch of stuff like a lot of people have been posting that trailer that e3 trailer where yes, they're like this yeah, is all gameplay yeah, yeah it's definitely not yeah but do you yeah do you think they were worried like oh diehards will get to the center in a few days so just to like get the blowback away from them they made it like ludicrously far to get to but the you center? I think if that is your ending, then don't make it that long. Who cares if yeah, they're going to restart totally. anyways? Then yeah, if the message is like, hey man, there is no ending. Just right. explore and have fun. Why make me? Why put that carrot? eight billion miles away and that's what i think i think it's some like i I don't want to put words in their mouth but no i think it's some bullshit like poet style like yeah see man this is all futile like it's like a few yeah in like it's in its own sort of like artistic way not like a fuck you but like yeah see like really grinding it out and all you do is restart man it's like fuck off no that's (laughs) stupid my 
whole mental journey of this game has been, what the fuck is this? And then we did our podcast and was like, oh, Longino's convincing me. Like, I think I might get back into this. And then I went to Lila's birthday party. I think it's clear that I lost the debate then. <laughs> it was you championing it, me not. You yes. sold Trevor and Isaac. Yeah, you so sold I clearly us. lost yeah. that debate. And then I went to your house. I think, actually, I think it was for game night. You should go And work for you game. had No Man's <laughs> Sky up. And what I saw on your screen, knowing you've spent almost 20 hours on it, that looks, looks like my game. <laughs> looks like my game, right. and I was like, "Wait, no, I don't <laughs> want to be there in twenty hours." And then after you just told me that, I'm like, "I'm sure. never turning that game back on again." I think. Well, don't say like they could. Basically, they should have sold this game as an early access game. Like it's That's like probably like fair. a half baked game that I'm sure I had said it last time that they have a good platform. Uh, yeah, get, like in a year I'll probably come back and be like, "Damn, this game's great." <laughs> There's so much to do. Well, I still those moments I described and were excited about, I still think were great. I think it's it's more the more you play it, the more you see behind the curtain, the more you see the man behind the like once you see the the gears once and the how Wizard it's of working, Oz has yeah. been revealed. Like, everyone should play it just enough to be amazed and then put the controller down and stop playing. Right. Yeah. That, that's then like it's a great one game. jump. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much what I've played is what I think everybody should play. $60. <laughs> For $20. So, yeah. If we're going to go with No Man's Sky, a little bit of news, too, is... It was that, I mean, it's barely any news anymore, but they're doing those returns for a while. Yeah. Like <clears> Steam. Sony, Steam, and Amazon. Right. So that was news for, right, a, hot, d- for despite a hot like length of play, right? right. People yeah. were like, here's your money back, basically. Yeah. But it was like secret. It wasn't like it advertised. Wasn't, yeah, thing. it wasn't it this was big just, like man right. culpa or anything like that. It was just, and it especially depended on like, if you got the right person. Right. Like, some people got rejected, but then just tried it again in 10 sure. minutes and then got their... But I do, I do think there's something there, and it's worth checking out. At this point, I would recommend waiting for a sale. I think sixty dollars is a pretty high like price. A Steam winner sale. What it is? Sale. Yeah. Sna- not stale. A snail. A snail. Snail. Yeah. A snail. <laughs> a stale snail sale. Yeah. Snail that's snail. what Steam does. Um. Yeah. All right. Well, that's enough. No man's sky. Yes. They don't deserve that much time on our podcast. No um, more sky. No more no, sky. No more sky. Is there? A, <laughs> what, what we got next? We got news. Well, have you been playing anything? No. No. Cool. You want to ask me if I've been playing anything? Have you been playing anything? <laughs> a little bit. Still Overwatch. <clears throat> All right. Season yeah, two you is almost about to start. But then I also, randomly, I picked up, uh, PlayStation Store had like a flash sale where they had a whole bunch of stuff going for, it was like their version of a Steam sale. It's going for real cheap. Uh, and they had Dark Cloud 2, which is mm. like a PS2 game okay. that I played years ago when it first came out. And for some reason... I just remembered liking it, so I was like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll grab that. Why not? That sounds like fun. And I started playing that, and I was just like, man, this game's kind of great, just like how simple it is. It's almost just like uh, simpler times of games where the icons were big and bold and all the text was giant. But uh, Is it procedurally generated? <laughs> is it an entire universe? Hold on, because follow me down this tale of hypocrisy, because it is literally the, the loop of it is like, Go into a dungeon that's sort of randomly generated and kill guys and open treasure chests. Oh, wait, it is procedurally and generated? Find stones that you can upgrade <laughs> your weapons with. You fucking hypocrite. <laughs> but this one's good. Uh, actually, I don't know if they're randomly generated, but there's 
lots of different floors. I think I'm going to say they are randomly sure. generated. They're blocky, like just right, left turns right. enough to be. Uh, but the whole idea is uh, it's it's a big fan, epic fantasy story built on like somebody who traveled through time and wiped out everything that's going to be in the future. So you find a bunch of upgrade stuff to like rebuild these sort of key villages that will bring people back. And then you can upgrade your equipment while you're doing it. And it's got this really cool cartoony, like exaggerated style, almost sort of anime looking. But it's been fun. I don't know that I'll stick with it. I have bigger fish to fry, like Uncharted stuff that I have. You yet. haven't finished Uncharted? Yeah, get back to I've that. barely started. You Uncharted. should stop everything. Gotta chart it. You gotta chart that. <laughs> but wait, what? <laughs> that is a great story. Yeah, that game's awesome. Yeah. I also, well worth sixty dollars. Yes. By the way, yeah, <laughs> way better than No Man's Sky. Yeah, I want to play. <laughs> I mean, if that's the the yardstick to which the, we measure. Yeah. It, literally, it is. Wow, I have a real two week hard <laughs> yeah. turn. Right? Yeah, Last week did. I was like, the universe is amazing. <laughs> now I'm like, trash. Yeah, you're like, fuck that kid. Isaac, I'll, yeah. I'll go have see something. Lots of us joke over text too. Was Hello Games should change the name of their company to Goodbye Games? <laughs> well, and it's funny too that those guys came from like. Joe Danger, like a motorcycle right. little like meh. So like Dude. we built a universe. Yeah. Psych, we built multiple universes. <laughs> oh, by the way, fuck you. Did you yeah. put anything in it? What's that? Did you put anything in it? In the oh yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> no. Nah. <laughs> you, you don't there's like that. five colors. Yeah, there's colors. There's occasionally some treasure. Yeah. Uh, um anything happen these past been, two weeks? I've been planning for extra life stuff. Which, um, oh yeah, we got extra life coming up and it's a two, couple months away. Months. But we'll get you all ready for it. I wanted to uh do our best to make everything look and sound good. Yeah. Have, Nick's working on that. So we want to do some big stuff. Try yeah. to have like a whole side board game table. Mm, we're gonna board games. Multiple cameras and stuff. Yeah, and, lots of people. It's gonna be good. Lots of nudity, actually. <laughs> Yeah. So it's second one, the big orgy against the bylaws. Yeah, whenever you lose, it's just right. back to the pile. Um, <laughs> lose, <laughs> win. Um, all right. Well, I guess there's not much oh, news. I, I did want to give a quick shout out to a game called Abduction, mm-hmm. uh, which released last week. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I we don't have to go like super deep into it, but I'm a huge Mist fan. It's probably Mist is actually my favorite game ever. And the same company and people that made Mist, Cyan, uh, kickstarted a game like two years ago. Which actually, which I backed uh, happily, and it just released, and it's super good. Uh, if you like those kind of old adventure game type things, it's very, very much like Miss, a little modernized, uh, but I feel right at home in it, and it's worth checking out. That's Abduction. So A-B-D. real D. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, I have to know: is it Abduction versus The Witness? Oh, oh well, throw very, it down. Very quickly, I mean, Abduction is great and is a spiritual spiritual successor to Mist. Um, at the moment, I would say The Witness wins. Wow. Uh, I think The Witness mm, right now like, might be my game of the year. It's like stabbing your yeah, parents. You're a fucking traitor. Got to go with the new hotness. <laughs> they're, so both, hot. they're both so hot right now, that well, Witness. Well, they, they're actually, it's amazing they both came out this year because uh, Abduction is very much like, hey, remember Mist? Here's a modern Mist. Exactly right. the same thing. Witness is this great like deconstruction and re-examination of that genre, and it is so fresh and different. Um, certainly, if you haven't played The Witness, 
absolutely check it out. Yeah, abduction is straight. Like, if you remember Mist, it's straight. Like, pull this lever, watch this thing move. The the actor that played Cirrus, which is one of the the Miller brothers, uh, Robin Miller, is in this game as like a pioneer. Full motion video is still in there. Yeah, he's got a. It's like Cirrus got twenty years older and threw a mustache (laughs) on, and that's it. Like, it's the same deal. Um. Were we doing new stuff then? I mean, there's not much. Yeah. PS Slim that. got leaked. I don't know if anyone's interested in that. PS4 nope. Slim. <laughs> no. It I looks, already have a PS4. Yeah. I'm good. No. Nah. It looks kind of bad. Does it? I haven't actually even seen a picture of it. Really? No. Yeah. Well, especially with like <clears throat> with the Neos coming out next year, right? Right. I think so, yeah. Like, what fool buys a Slim this year? They're like, this is it. Like this is the time. Dope? Like, yeah. <laughs> why just, would you buy that? Like, Whoever's listening to this that just bought that, don't listen yeah. to Lodge. No, you're a sweetheart. It's, it's the totally same thing fun. with like they release it. Okay, so Nick is showing me the photo. What is is that like a like an Apple TV or something? Yeah, what right? is that? It's like all rounded. That's and, gross. Yeah. I mean it's you know, whatever. It looks Gets actually looks like an Apple router, but black. I also okay. don't know how like how much smaller it is. Like I don't know. Like the PS4 is already like a pretty fucking right. spell. Goddamn system. Well, I guess I guess they're following suit because Xbox did their smaller yes. version. It's also probably I mean, not this a system is more planning for us. than that, though. Like, but it's like this is probably for people like haven't bought a PS4 yet, right? You know, like to upgrade from one to that seems silly. Yeah. But it's like, oh, hit people in the holidays. And it's also the standard it. way of them keeping their prices where they're at. So it's right. like, oh, it's new, so it still costs. What is it? Three fifty. How much did they cost? I, I have no idea. Something. Four, well, it was four. Right. But, but it then dropped they dropped at it. Least yeah. 50 bucks. I think 350 it's 350. Sounds I want to say it's 350 right. and Xbox is 300. Okay. I That's, think. That sounds right. I'm glad this I spent 500 of, on mine. This is the sort of news you get <laughs> Joe Blowgamer here. Oh, uh, yeah. We're really accurate with our news. Hey, we're dead. Leave us alone. Yeah, I was about to say that's. Um, this fucking podcast. Well, we should get to the topic. Uh, all right. Well, the topic of this podcast, this late into it, is uh, the world is made of. We're going to talk about virtual reality. Anything uh, specific about it? Just all, just all of it. Just going to cover all of it. Um, we can. We can kind of remember. David Buster's in 1997. <laughs> yeah. I remember my VR. Uh, what was the what's the Game Boy or not the game? The Nintendo the Virtual Boy. The Virtual Boy. Yeah, yeah, I love that shit. I think um, so. I, <laughs> I loved it. I played that. What was that fighting game? Did on you it? own one? Yeah, I owned one. Really? Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Jeez. It's like meeting a unicorn. <laughs> Who the fuck owns? I know. I owned it. I loved it. Do you still have it? <laughs> it's probably in my attic in my mom's house or something. Man. I love seeing red. Yeah, that's it. Not even yes, red. It, it felt pain. It like it was like red was being shot right into your retina. It yeah. was like you're getting LASIK it was lasers surgery. in your eyes. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I, I every time I played it, it was always like once a year, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna put this on," and then I would play whatever Killer Instinct. I think was what I had on it, and I think I had some other stuff that I didn't play. Was that on the Virtual Boy? Yeah, it Killer was just. The, I think it was Street Fighter. No, well, wasn't Killer oh, Instinct wasn't Nick? on? You know what I was playing? Oh uh, man, you had it. I'll, I'll defer. <laughs> it was the fighting game, and it was like random, crazy okay. characters. Well, you owned it, so I'm. I imagine you know. I'm pretty sure too. it was Killer Instinct, okay. but uh, sure. Anyway, in in the current century, uh, VR. I feel like. I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. so Longino has has <laughs> the Oculus the only, Rift. The currently only one of the us only VR owner among us. That's right. Is John Doe. And you use it 
every day, right? You can oh, always, yeah. I'm, I like, have it on right now. Yeah, I'm, actually, I'm not even here right now. <laughs> yeah, you're in you're in no man's no, sky. I, <laughs> <laughs> no, I have it. I yes, I have an Oculus, which is the the most like luxury item thing that's like totally doesn't justify its existence yet. Right, but uh, it's cool. It's fun. You guys have both used it. What yeah. do you think? I think it's great. I I, I finally got to use a. I got to experience real VR at your house for the first time, and it is truly something to behold. It is, it's everything that everybody says it is. I feel like it is, like, sorry for the crassness, but it is akin to like losing your virginity to finally get into VR. Yeah. Once, right. Because it's this, such this buildup, like, what's it like? Oh my Ooh. God, holy shit. And then you do it and you're like, Okay, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> that was really cool. Yeah, that I was probably fast. want to do it again, but sure. maybe next time it'll last longer than a minute. It's finally, out of the way. And go ahead. Sorry, that's that was just on my <laughs> mind at the moment. But um, I I really dug it, and I think that it's going. I I I think it's like I I'm planning on getting one soon, and I and I really think um like. It's something fun now, and like you said, it's kind of a luxury item. And there's some games, and there's some, (laughs) (laughs) and there's some fun stuff to do on it. Definitively, is a luxury item. But I feel like it's not really going to officially kick off. Like VR isn't going to be like this, have this excessive forward momentum until the PlayStation View comes out. Is that what it's called? PlayStation VR. VR or PlayStation yeah, yeah. VR. Um, until that comes out. Sure. And it become, because as great as Oculus and Vive are and how how far superior they are to anything else that would be on a console, that that's such a small percentage of the gaming community. Like so many people rely on consoles. Yeah. So like <laughs> Oh no, no. I'm sorry, I misunderstood. I thought you were saying the amount of people that can like get into the the bigger boys the, the right exactly yeah it's, it's, it's still minuscule numbers yeah so like once it hits mainstream like PlayStation Four and then whatever Xbox has then people are just like you're gonna go over your friend's house and be like oh shit I can do VR because and then it's also like three hundred dollars it's cheaper it's accessible right. there's gonna be huge game well, AAA games if you already have a PS4, if you have a PS4 right, right. Well, and so I think I think the probably the biggest thing is that it's gonna be in the living room still yeah everything else is like. Like multiple times, we've been over to John's. Like, hey, do we want to play? Like, uh, keep talking and no one explodes. We had to go or, into his room, and then it's just like, oh wait, you know, we would have to take the PC. Right, we actually haven't played it yet because yeah, we usually exactly. we're playing board games and stuff. Yeah, in the living exactly. Room. Yeah. So yeah. we're like, it's it's there's a hurdle to like just get people to play it and like try it out. Right. So I think he, just having it in the living room, being like, oh, you have that thing. What's it like? Right. Yeah. yeah I. As a as someone who has been using it for a few months now, um, I think what's interesting about it is that my preconceived notion of VR prior to its release was that it was going to be this augmented video game experience. That's kind of what everyone was sold, right? It's like, oh man, we're going to play games in virtual reality, and it's going to be crazy. And and actually having used it, what I think's neat and different about it is like I don't actually think it's going to replace traditional video gaming. For a lot of reasons, but like first and foremost, because of it's like you're just checking out of reality quite literally. Like right. there's a huge difference between uh, like wife's there and you're sitting there and you're watching the kid and you're you're playing something on the TV and then, oh, oh like I smell a poop, but I got to change the diaper and let me hit pause and get up and do that. Yeah. Right. There's a difference between that and like 
Bye, honey. <laughs> I'm going into another yeah, world, yeah. Well, and I can't hear or see yeah, anything. See like that, there's, there's almost like a because I when I played it at your place, I, it was maybe like 45 minutes. Maybe. Sure. Yeah. There is like a bit of like fatigue. Fatigue. Absolutely. Yeah. It is literally like when just physical fatigue of having the headset on, and yeah. then just also the mental fatigue of like, all right, because. I think I said this a couple podcasts ago or whatever that you're just tricking your brain for 45 minutes yeah. straight. So it's just, yeah, it was, I mean, I've definitely had, I think my longest sessions have been something like three hours maybe. And I've definitely had moments where I'll like take it off after that and just be like, welcome back. And yeah, like yeah. have this disorientation. I'm like, Whoa. I mean, but so what's interesting is like, I don't think it's going to replace traditional gaming, but what, is cool and what i didn't expect is the things i really like about it aren't even necessarily video games like sometimes they are but i've been much more uh into these little like short films like little animated movies or little guided like kind of mini experiences like mm. oh a tour of this location or oh look at this like here's a the one i showed nick and i think you trevor that i really enjoy is there's a kind of iron giant s <laughs> Like kind short. of, Iron yeah, Man. kind of just literally straight yeah. up. Iron it's Man. called Lost, not the TV show, but it's just called Lost. And it's sort of like you're standing in the woods and there's no movement. It's not a game like you're not walking around, but you sort of watch this like robot hand crawl around. And after a minute, this huge like robot comes down and looks you in the but face. But not just like he, like it's huge. gigantic. Yeah, it actually finally puts into perspective yeah. how huge it's, Iron Giant is. And I think it's easy to. If you've heard other people talk about VR, it's almost getting to the point of like jaded. Sure. And I want that to like, I want to be able to pump the brakes on that stuff because it was like, people could say like, oh, another one of those experiences or whatever. But doing that, I like, I agree that yeah. it was, it's fucking it crazy. It is amazing and like very size. intense. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. The scale is what's cool because you don't really, your brain doesn't think about it when you haven't done it, but even if you have the like world's largest television, you still have this separation and perspective that like I'm watching a TV. But the thing about putting on the virtual headset, which is crazy, is that when there's a dinosaur in front of you or a, a robot looking down at you, it feels like it is as big as it is. Right. And people watching you watch the thing that are watching it on your computer monitor, it looks like honestly like kind of lame. It's just sort of like, oh, there's a T-Rex, uh -huh. whatever. Yeah. But then the T-Rex rocks up to you and screams in your face and you literally like your knees buckle. You look at it. You, you kind of shit go, your pants. Well, it's it's almost like akin to like a roller coaster for yeah. me where I just start laughing. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Happening? I'm going to die. Yeah. And, and at this point in time, it's nothing but kind of a proof of concept or novelty experience that's only a few minutes. But those are the things I've really gravitated towards. And I think what's fascinating is I'm excited to see where it actually goes. Like, to me, the, the paradigm shift was like, oh, this isn't a video game platform. This is something new that we haven't really like figured out yet. kind of thing. Yeah, like mm. I'm super excited for whoever cracks the code of like, this is the optimal virtual reality experience. Like, I think it's something we haven't thought of yet or like haven't really implemented yet. Well, there's two. Well, the biggest key thing, too, is because you have Oculus and that has no motion controllers at all yeah exactly which i feel like yeah is a yet is a real key element to the virtual experience because you're in this virtual world yet you have very little actual malleable yeah. control in said world without having exactly. some motion controllers so none of us neither of us 
any of us, whatever, have played the Vive, which does have right, that control. has the hand control. So I'll be curious to see how well PlayStation's Move controllers are integrated because those are obviously older technology than yes. any of the current motion controllers for the the two other VR headsets. Yeah, so, it's interesting that they chose that path. I think it makes sense because, again, it just tries to get the barrier of entry that much lower. Like, oh, you have a move and you're mad that we didn't do anything about yeah, it? Yeah. Here you go. Right? Like, oh, we, this is what we've been building up to this right. whole time. This has been our plan. Yeah, right? Um, yeah, I, I could be wrong. PlayStation VR could take off like a hot potato uh, in the in the winter here. But, like, I actually kind of suspect that they're not really going to put a, a lot of marketing behind it and it's not really going to land with a huge hit. You mean, like, Everything that PlayStation does, well, basically, I feel like the Vita, the Move, the <laughs> yeah, camera. I feel like it'll be. How do I say this? I feel like it'll be a hit for the audience that they shoot for. You know, like maybe it won't be this gigantic mass market hit, but I feel like it'll be one of those things that come Christmas time you won't be able to find one. That's not to say that they sold a billion of them because sure. they probably only made. Let's say they made a couple hundred thousand, but they'll go through those couple hundred thousand. I mean, I kind of want to get one. I, I'm very. I sound like I sound like a, <laughs> I sound like a rich person, but like, I want to get a Vive and a PlayStation VR headset. Sure, that's why just not? <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to because that would be crazy. But like, I, I mean, want. He already owns a, a, a Virtual Boy. We've already discussed <laughs> yeah, how many headsets true. he has. I There's have nowhere to go all. but up. It's like I Pokemon. I got to get, get get them all. Um, no, I just I don't know because I, I I definitely want the Vive or the Rift for not only gaming but the possibility of VR outside of what yeah. Steam can provide. Like I know having it on my computer gives me. Um, more options and having it on a PlayStation is just playing Sony games. Um, so I, that's the only reason I'm not going to do it for PlayStation, but I do I, like, that's the reason I want to have both. Cause I was like, I just want to play VR things in my living room, yeah. but also go upstairs and do a bunch of fun stuff with whatever thing. I have. I'm curious about PlayStation because of its simplicity of the things I described, just being in the living room, just kind of plugging it in quick. Uh, but the nerd in me doesn't want to be like, oh, but this is like the lowest one, right? right. This is the least quality, least right. processing, least yeah. whatever. And I don't want to be left behind when something else. That's, yeah. But that's that's what I'm curious about is maybe if this is the most popular and they run with this, like, okay, the lowest bar is the winner here. So we're not going to build much past this. Then you're not. Let's just bad. convince one of our friends to buy a PlayStation VR. Isaac, if you're listening, you should <laughs> buy the PlayStation VR. VR. It's John, really great. So oh, John, yeah, John, tell no Man's Sky may go come to VR. So it's definitely worth investing. Yeah, you should. Boy, you just sound silly. Oh. The thing I've been curious about, and have you tried this, John? Have you tried the virtual theater stuff yet? I have a bit. Uh, it's neat, but I wouldn't. I, personally, I don't want to watch things that way. Um, have you played anything like that? Have you played like the, a traditional like? Oh, uh, this is a game. That I haven't would be played a- anything that way. Okay. But the thing is, and these are just realities of the headset. Like the the thing about putting on the headset for the first time is your initial reaction is like, oh wow, this is so light, this is great. And about like, I'd say fifteen twenty minutes in, you suddenly realize yeah. that you have a very expensive and kind of heavy thing strapped to your head <laughs> which honestly like the human we're, we're used to like hats and glasses right? right so anything more than that after a while it's like this is uncomfortable 
And it, it, it is like it. That's well, why even I, glasses like when you if we're all glasses wearers. Are you doing OK? No, I don't well, you glasses. wear glasses sure. when you first got your glasses ever. They hurt at, like yeah, the first yeah. like week. It's, it's just like sucks. Totally. So and maybe I, we, it's, it is something that you get used to. It is in a way, and I, to me, it's something that I suffer through because I'm interested in the technology and stuff. And I think that is something that, given hardware iterations and like future stuff, like they say, the ideal is like you're putting on glasses and you're in virtual reality. Like it'll get there. Now it's this clunky big thing that's like hardwired yeah. to your computer. This is going to be where our kids grow up and see pictures. Yeah. Like, what the <laughs> fuck was that? Exactly. Right. So, like, I, I think the time will come where it's actually quite comfortable. Yeah. But to get there, we have to put on this like clunky thing. But it feels like I, I'd say the benefit of having one, it is a luxury, but uh, it's not like I spend all my time in VR, but but it does feel like you get an access to a potential future. Like you're you're like on the ground yeah. floor of something that could be amazing. And then you could get to go like, hey, I was there. Or it could just be a really expensive thing that's kind of neat and that's fades into the Yeah, I definitely dust. still like, want to try it out more. And I'm definitely curious about those. I'm sure there's going to be some like pop-up shops of like VR arcade sort of situations. Yeah, sure. Like they did one that I heard about or read about where it was for the launching of Ghostbusters. Where it was one of those ones where you're wearing like a pack. So you get to walk around this maze. And then in VR, it's actually creating this pseudo world around that's pretty cool yeah so you actually get to like push through a door but you're seeing a bunch of those kind of things i think could be super cool if done well i just want to know when imagine those have start popping up at some point in time when are we going to have ready player one status i mean this (laughs) feels it's like next year man yeah that's the thing about this that was nuts was like putting on you're like oh okay i can see us going there. 100%. Yeah. Well, that's a, that, that's one of the really cool things um cuz a lot of people who talk down about VR who aren't in the video game industry and are just like that's not even going to be a thing and they can't fathom its purpose beyond playing some silly games. It's like it like I think one of the things in Ready Player One that really I haven't finished the book, but one of the things that struck me in the beginning of the book is the idea that people who homeschool their kids could have this community. Yeah. Like their kids could be in a classroom and it could be this higher education thing where it's done in I don't know it just it feels like there's all there's all this potential with the world of VR and we are based on what we've already experienced we're so close to it we're like I feel like we've leapfrogged where I'm like are we ready for this technology yeah, like holy yeah. shit yeah I, we, we've discussed it amongst ourselves too like again this is a ways off but a theoretical like where it's hard for us to all get together to like play board games or something like that but if you could have like a virtual board game table that would be cool that'd be really cool like oh i can't make it out to your house but i can be at my house in vr and we can play whatever board game we want to play so Mm -hmm. you still feel semi-communal i realize you're still distant and then play in your underwear (laughs) i mean that's really what we're all aiming for yes I just want my Willy Wonka treasure hunt. Where's, where's the egg, man? Oh, <laughs> full circle, Gene Wilder. All right, well, that's it for this podcast. Hope you enjoy. Yeah, follow us on Twitter. I'm uh, Joe Blow at Joe Blow Gamer. Well, yeah, I'm at Nicholas North, and I'm at John Doe JBG. And don't forget to check out the Hold Up podcast. Yeah, you go to uh, holdup.simplecast.fm. Every episode might be our best episode yet. So yeah. <laughs> 
It's worth getting in on the ground floor. Get in on it. Um, all right, that's it. VR we'll apps s- coming soon, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're gonna they're branching out. You can watch us sit at a table yeah. and, and do a podcast. It's <laughs> and totally, watch a movie. Totally worth it. Mystery Science Theater three thousand. <laughs> I would pay money to watch you and John watch a movie. Um, all right, that's it. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. Hold your breath. Make a wish. Count to three. Come with me, and you'll be in a world of pure imagination. Take a look, and you'll see into your imagination. We'll begin with a spin, traveling in the world of my creation. What we'll see will defy. Explanation If you want to view paradise Simply look around and view it Anything you want to do it Want to change the world There's nothing to it